tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola, Madridistas. This is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on December 4th, 2021, from New York City. Real Madrid traveled away to take on Real Sociedad today for their third league match in seven days, and a contest that was already expected to be a difficult encounter was made even more so as Kareem Benzema had to be taken off due to an apparent injury before 20 minutes had gone by. But after suffering some difficult stretches over the first half in which the hosts put them under some pressure at the back, Real turned the game around in the second half as Vinicius and Luka Jovic found the back of the net 10 minutes apart and the defense made that advantage hold up to secure Real the 2-0 victory. The result took Madrid's points tally up to 39 for the season and widened their advantage at the top of the league table to 8 points over Sevilla, who are now up to second off of their 1-0 victory over Villarreal earlier in the day. Real's starting lineup had a couple of spots rotated from the midweek match, as Mendy, Alaba, Militao, and Carvajal were at the back, Modric, Casemiro, and Cruz were in the midfield, and Benzema, Vinicius, and Rodrigo were up front to complete the 4-3-3. Thibaut Courtois was behind them all in front of the goal. Madrid got off to a good start in this game when a clearance of a ball played into the box from a Real Sociedad corner kick in the ninth minute had Vinicius breaking up the pitch on the left and the ball ultimately getting to Rodrigo in the final third, but a cross into the box was blocked to prevent Real from creating the game's first good chance. Real Sociedad would see their first opportunity to threaten come from a 14th-minute free kick on the right above the box following a foul by Casemiro, but in what would be a recurring defensive theme all game long, the ball in was blocked by Luka Modric on that occasion. Real seemed to catch a bit of a break as in the sequence of play following that Modric intervention, the ball ended up in the air with Casemiro attempting to play it with his head at the top of the box, and it appeared to have come down on his hand as he went up to play the ball, but neither the referee nor VAR determined that the contact warranted a handball call in that instance. However, the break would be a bad one for Madrid just a couple of minutes later, as Karim Benzema went down to one knee in the 16th minute and immediately took the captain's armband off and handed it to Modric, which made it clear that he was not going to be able to continue on in this game due to some sort of an injury, and he limped off of the field just a minute later to be replaced by Luka Jovic. That sight was a cause for some serious worry, not only for Madrid's attacking prospects in this game, but also for what it may mean for the games coming up in the immediate future, as Real really doesn't have a suitable replacement for Benzema as the number 9, should the Frenchman's absence end up being a long-term thing. With Benzema gone from the game so early, Vinicius was sure to be the man that Real would feature in their attack, and the Brazilian almost immediately showed that he understood the assignment as Mendy had a nice break through the midfield and up the pitch to deliver the ball to Vinny on the left for him to get into the box and force a save in the 20th minute. Madrid put on some good attacking pressure in the minutes thereafter, as Rodrigo was played into the box by Carvajal on the right and forced a save in the 22nd minute, 
and Modric took a shot from the center of the box and made Romero save again in the 25th minute. Real looked set to break on the hosts again at the half an hour mark, but Casemiro's giveaway in the defensive third gave Real Sociedad an opportunity to start to put Madrid under pressure. And even though Mendy was ultimately able to clear the ball and surrender a corner in that instance, it seemed as if that sequence turned the tables for Madrid, as over the rest of the first half, it would be Real Sociedad that would enjoy more of the possession and present more of a danger in the attacking third. The final 15 minutes would see the hosts get out on multiple breaks and play several threatening balls into the box that required Madrid's defenders to get their interventions right in front of the goal, with Militao being the featured performer in that defensive effort as he made several interceptions in the box, highlighted by back-to-back -back plays in the 40th minute that included a sliding block of Isak's shot from inside of the box and then a headed clearance of a ball played back in right after that. Carvajal and Alaba also played their parts defensively as the half wound down, and in first half stoppage time, one final 3-on-3 three -three break by Real Sociedad, following an ill-advised short free kick by Tony Cruz in the attacking half, required Mendy to track all the way back into Madrid's box to intercept the cross right before the halftime whistle. The second half would see no continuation of that Real Sociedad pressure at the outset, however, as it was Madrid that came out on the front foot right from the start. Jovic intercepted a Sorloth pass in the midfield in the very first minute and got forward to deliver the ball to Rodrigo in the box on the right side where he forced a save and then Madrid would break again a minute later thanks to another midfield interception as Cruz won the ball for the Whites and then picked out Vinicius on the left wing. And as we've seen him do over the past couple of games, Vinny cut inside above the box and delivered the ball to Jovic as he ran into the box on the left where he got the ball back to Vinny in the center of the box for his one-timer that went past Romero towards the left post to make it 1-0 Real in the 47th minute. The hosts were denied opportunities to create chances to equalize shortly thereafter as Alaba and Carvajal cleared balls played into the box in the 50th and 51st minutes respectively and in the 52nd minute Madrid very nearly struck again as Courtois' goal kick went over the top and found Vinicius in the midfield for him to run forward combined well with Jovic inside of the box and eventually get the ball back for a shot from the left side that went wide to the right. But in the 57th minute, Madrid would indeed double their advantage as a break in the minute prior had Rodrigo winning a corner kick with his run into the box on the right and Casemiro was able to get his head onto Tony Cruz's ball into the box and send the ball downwards towards the front of the goal where Jovic courageously dove between the keeper and a defender to get his head onto the ball and put it in towards the right post to make it 2-0 Madrid. It was a goal that was a long time coming for the much maligned striker and that had his teammates clearly showing their happiness for him in their celebration. Madrid's defense would feature several times over the remaining 35 some odd minutes to preserve the two-goal advantage with Militao again making several good reads of dangerous balls and getting his interventions just right. There was, however, one instance in which he may have gotten it just wrong as he made contact with a player from behind while he was defending a ball into the box from a free kick in the 74th minute. But again, the referee and VAR didn't intervene to deem the contact sufficient to warrant a penalty, which very well might have made seeing out the game uncomfortable for Madrid had it been awarded and converted. Apart from that one close shave, Madrid's players answered the call time and time again with their defensive interventions with the midfielders and attacking players making contributions as well, 
and the Whites almost and probably should have added a third goal in the 87th minute as Militao intercepted a ball above the box and played a perfect through ball to Vinicius running behind the defense into the attacking half and he had a 1v1 with Ramiro that had the keeper falling to the ground even before he shot but somehow Vinny shot from the center right of the box went off of Romero's leg and was kept out. It would have been the perfect way to cap his and Real's performance in this game, but ultimately a few more cleared balls and instances of Courtois catching practice in front of the goal would earn Real all three points from what proved to be an impressive victory given the early loss of Benzema and the quality of the opponent. And the result just re-emphasized the fact that at this point of the season, Real Madrid are indeed the top team in the Spanish top flight. And then Ronaldo! Oh! What a goal by Cristiano Ronaldo! Sensational! Let's get into the individual performances from Real Madrid's 2-0 victory over Real Sociedad today. Starting up front, Kareem Benzema, I did not give a rating. He went down early with an apparent lower body injury and had to be subbed off for Lukijovic in the 17th minute. And regardless of what that ended up meaning for this game, the big concern will be whether there are any long-term implications that Madrid is going to have to deal with. The one encouraging thing was that he was able to walk off on his own power, albeit with a noticeable limp. Vinicius Jr. I had rated as a 9, with Benzema gone and Jovic replacing him. Vinicius was always going to have to shoulder most of the responsibility up front for Madrid, and he answered the call all game long. Even before Benz went off, he played a part in two early Madrid breaks, but his play after that substitution seemed to demonstrate full awareness of what was required from him in this game. He forced a save from inside of the box in the 20th minute, set up Modric in the box to force a save in the 25th minute, and then got out onto the break and won a free kick above the box a minute after that. He won another free kick just above the box shortly before halftime with his dribbling past the defender, and then just a couple of minutes into the second half, he put Real in front after getting down the wing on the break and combining well with Jovic inside of the box prior to scoring his goal. He was ever dangerous on the left and out in space all game long, and he really should have had a second goal in the 87th minute when he shot into Romero's leg on a 1v1 situation with the keeper already on the ground. Nonetheless, that misfire took nothing away from what was an excellent man-of-the-match performance by Vinicius up front. Rodrigo I had rated as a 7. He was good for Madrid in the opposite wing, making some nice runs down the right-hand side to get onto the ends of balls played over and to run into the final third, forcing saves with shots from inside of the box in the 22nd minute and in the 46th minute. His attempted crosses in from that side were blocked out, but he did win a couple of corners for Madrid with those balls, and he also chipped in defensively in this game as he won the ball back deep in the defensive end on the right side in both halves and blocked an attempted cross in from that side in the second half as well. In the midfield, I had Luka Modric rated as a 6. He took over the captaincy after Benzema went off and had a solid first half stint. He defended well in the final third in the 14th minute when he blocked an attempted ball into the box and then won the ball right back for Madrid soon after that, and he forced a save from inside of the box in the 25th minute. A minute after that, his pass from the midfield released Vinicius to break forward down the left-hand side and into the final third. He had a bit of a quieter influence in the second half as his touches and passes went towards keeping Madrid organized and comfortable in possession. Casemiro I also had rated as a 6. 
I thought he was a bit up and down in this game. He surrendered a free kick in the attacking third with a 13th minute foul and then was lucky to escape the referee's judgment when the ball came down on his arm as he went to play it in the air at the top of the box a minute later. And in the 30th minute, his bad giveaway in the defensive third put Madrid under some heavy pressure for a brief spell. But he did come around as he won the ball back in the defensive half in the 34th minute and had a great sliding tackle out on the right wing a couple of minutes later that was unfairly judged the foul. His biggest contribution for Madrid in this game was heading a ball that had been sent into the box by Tony Cruz to set up Lukijovic's 57th minute goal that put Madrid up 2-0. Ancelotti brought him off in the 65th minute to avoid a suspension for yellow card accumulation with the Madrid Derby coming up next weekend in the league. Tony Cruz I also had rated as a 6. He was positioned further back in the midfield in this game, seemingly to give Madrid more security to their possession and passing at the back. His free kicks in the attacking third left a bit of something to be desired, however, as his ball into the box in the 28th minute couldn't get over the wall, and his attempt to play a short pass in first half stoppage time ended up with Real Sociedad breaking forward for a 3-on-3 that required many to intervene inside of the opposite box. But he did play a part in both second-half goals, as he got the ball out to Vinicius on the left after he had won it back for Madrid in the midfield, and his 57th minute corner kick delivered the ball to Casemiro inside of the box for him to head it towards the goal for Jovic to get onto the end of it. He had another defensive intervention when he intercepted a cross into the box in the 79th minute, shortly before he was subbed off a couple of minutes later. In the back, I had Furland Mendy rated as a 7. It was a good two-way performance for him today. He made some aggressive forward runs into space and into the attacking half on the left side throughout the game, playing the ball to Vinicius on the break for him to get into the box for a shot in the 20th minute and getting himself into position to attempt crosses from the final third a couple of times in the first half. He also had a number of first half defensive interventions both out in space and in the final third, most importantly when he tracked back to intercept Sorloth's cross from inside of the box right before halftime. He had a rare look at the goal from just above the box in the second half when Cruz took a short corner and played him the ball to make an inward run, but his effort went high over the bar. David Alaba I had rated as an 8. His presence was felt in central defense inside of the box whenever Madrid was under pressure as he turned up in the 30th minute to provide security after Casemiro's giveaway in the defensive third had Madrid on its heels and then again when he headed a ball clear from in front of the goal in the 44th minute. A clearance of a ball into the box in the 50th minute and a well-read interception of a through ball in the 76th minute also contributed to his solid defensive effort on the day. Militao I had rated as a 9. He was quite simply Madrid's best defender all game long and could very well have had a case for being the man of the match himself. He was intercepting balls out in space and in the final third throughout the course of the game, clearing several balls out of the box that he had read and played well, and he had a perfectly executed sliding block of Isak's shot inside of the box in the 40th minute to keep a Real Sociedad break from paying off. No harm, no foul, as he was lucky that the contact he made from behind to put an attacking player onto the ground inside of the box in the 74th minute wasn't looked at more favorably for the hosts. But apart from that, he didn't put a foot wrong defensively all game long, making several more clearances in the final third as the game wound down 
and on one of those instances in the 87th minute, he played a perfect through ball for Vinicius on the counter that should have earned him an assist with some better finishing inside of the box. Danny Carvajal I had rated as an 8. He also gets credit for the good defensive work Real did throughout the game and his playmaking on the right hand side was notable as well. He cleared a ball played in from a corner and then picked out Vinicius with a good pass over to the left to start a break in the ninth minute. He played Rodrigo into the box for his 22nd minute shot and then found Vinicius again inside of the box with a pass from right to left in the 25th minute. He blocked a cross attempt from the left side, intercepted a through ball in the box and blocked a shot from distance in the first half and he had a clearance of a ball played in from a corner and an interception of a through ball in the box in the second half to cap an excellent two-way performance. As for the substitutes, Lukijovic I had rated as an 8. It was a tough ask for the striker to replace Benzema so early on in the game, and expectations certainly would not have been high for him given his output so far in a Madrid shirt, but he put in an excellent shift to ensure that Real would not suffer too much from the loss up front. His first positive contribution came on the defensive end when he headed a ball into the box clear in the 38th minute, but his increasing influence in attack is what made for his good performance today as he got Vinicius out onto the break in the 39th minute and then had a nice interception and run forward from the midfield into the final third to set up Rodrigo's shot a minute into the second half. It was just a minute after that when he would combine well with Vinicius inside of the box to set up the opening goal for Madrid. And then he himself got onto the score sheet with a courageous diving header in front of the goal 10 minutes later to double Madrid's advantage. And you could just see how pumped his teammates were for him that he was able to put the ball into the back of the net. It was a performance that surely would give him some confidence as well as Ancelotti, particularly if it comes to be that Benzema is going to be out and Jovic is going to have to be relied upon up front. Camavinga I had rated as a 7. He came on for Casemiro in the 65th minute and he was most influential defensively, intercepting a cross in front of the box in the 76th minute and then making a well-timed sliding challenge inside of the box in the 77th minute to deny Isak a chance, an intervention that had his teammates showing their appreciation out on the pitch. Marco Asensio I had rated as a 6. He replaced Rodrigo in the 81st minute and got out into space on one break to set up Valverde for a cross which ultimately won Madrid a corner and he intercepted a ball played inside of the box in the 89th minute to allow Militao to clear it out. Valverde I had rated as a 5. He also came on in the 81st minute replacing Cruz and he had some good touches in possession dealing with pressure well in the defensive half on the right side to keep control of the ball before reversing the field with his pass in one instance and then getting out on the break to win a corner with his attempted cross in the 85th minute. Finally, Thibaut Courtois I had rated as a 7. It was a clean sheet again for Madrid, but given the excellent defensive work that his teammates did in front of him, this was somewhat of a comfortable game for Courtois in front of the goal. In the first half, he notably punched the ball away from the danger area when Madrid was under some pressure in the 44th minute. In the second half, he picked out Vinicius with a good long ball in the 52nd minute, which got the Brazilian into the final third where he was eventually able to get off a shot, and he only had to use his gloves to catch balls played into the box from crosses and corner kicks, as Real Sociedad never forced him to make a save all game long. The game turned out to be an excellent, complete performance by Real Madrid against a quality opponent in Real Sociedad, as they were quite good defensively all game long, 
even when having to cover for their own errors that left them vulnerable in the final third. And the possession and attack in the second half really turned things in their favor and gave them total control of the match. The victory completed a perfect week for Madrid in which they won all three of their games and took their streaks of wins to six in the league and eight straight in all competitions. And with an eight-point advantage over second place Sevilla, who do have a game in hand, Madrid have clearly separated themselves from the rest of their competition as the class of La Liga. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Bale! Oh, what about that? What about that from Gareth Bale? Up next for Real Madrid, they return to Champions League action next week Tuesday as they host Inter Milan at the Bernabeu in a game that will decide who wins the group. Madrid defeated Inter at the San Siro in their first group encounter by a score of 1-0, but they did have Karim Benzema for that game, and it remains to be seen whether the Frenchman will be available for this next match after coming off early with an injury today. Much like Real, Inter is in fine current form as they have won five straight games since drawing in the Milan Derby, keeping clean sheets in the last four, and they are actually unbeaten in their last 11 matches in all competitions. So if Real is going to earn the top spot in the group, they are certainly going to have their work cut out for them. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be late on Tuesday night after the Champions League match against Inter Milan. So look for the next episode to drop at that time. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid.